You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning or good afternoon, good evening. Welcome and welcome back to another episode of Black Hair in the Big Leagues. I'm your host, Alicia Thomas. And y'all, I am so over the moon because today I've got these two gorgeous, from the inside out women with me today, two beautiful and literal queens from a hit musical called, I don't know if you've heard of it, called Six the Musical. Y'all, it is a modern retelling of Henry VIII's Six Wives in a presented as a pop concert. It's an all-female cast, an all-female band on stage. It's entertaining. It's short and sweet. It's everything you wished it would, you, it's everything you hope it would be. It was a cult classic in the UK before it even got here to the States. And, and when it made its announcement, it, literally the Broadway community and the the world, basically, we we all got on board. Y'all, please help me welcome Adriana Hicks, who plays Catherine of Aragon, and Brittany Mack, who plays Adam Cleves. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Guys, first of all, thank you so much for being here with me this morning. And thank also... Yeah. Thanks, Brett. And thank you for being so patient because we've had so many technical difficulties this morning. The devil tried, the devil tried to have his way. It's okay. But here it's we okay. are. Brett, I don't know <laughs> if we if you caught this, but this morning I woke up, power was out. I'm like, oh my gosh, I ain't got no internet. How are we gonna do this thing? I was like, I'm gonna go to my parents' house. Couldn't get out the garage because oh, Oh, well, we mind it. <laughs> we mind it. And here we are. Here we are. <laughs> here we are. I'm like, I'm so happy to see you guys' as beautiful, shining faces. Adriana, I've never met you. And just, yeah. just looking at you on this Zoom, even the first 10 seconds that you logged on, I can tell how beautiful of a soul and spirit you have. And oh, I'm just, I'm so happy to meet you. Me and too. Thank you. And Britt, I know that you're a ball of fire. I've already, I've already got you guys. That's mother, in case y'all don't know. (laughs) I was officially called auntie on Instagram. Oh, man. (laughs) 
yes slay something about like i don't know oh we stand auntie brit and i was like no <laughs> who made you auntie who did that i don't want these kids child. Uh-huh. amen that's what it is go ahead that's- mother auntie <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh wait that's amazing where are you guys at right now in the world yeah, I'm I'm in Texas right now. I'm I'm here with my mom and and um, you know, been been blessed to have socially distanced gigs happening. So that's that's been cool. And but I, I'm mainly here to be with my mom and and to just like support her right now during this time. Oh, right yeah. on, right on. And I am in New York. Um, I was I was with my mom in the summer. Um, I was in New York for quite a while and didn't leave till July ish, the beginning of July to come um, to go back to Chicago, hang out with my mom and my brother, and um, see my whole family and everything. Um, even if it was waving from the car, it was so worth it. You know what I mean? And yeah, so I it was just it, it was it was necessary just for my soul. And then so I've been back home here in the city since September and um yes child and I'm appreciating my peace yes oh amen you listen amen I'm saying that I got that from my friend and just the subtleness of the amen because it is so you (laughs) she got me saying that and I'm like yeah we just gonna keep on keeping on that's real the autonomy the 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 you're an adult that that is really real all right now it's like because when I know that this situation is what it is but like when as artists will we ever have this time again to heal your bodies right right? to heal your minds to heal your spirits to like give your hair a break you know listen listen let it see the sun the sun honestly honestly you know like p.s like I wasn't going to start with this, but here we are. I mean, obviously, and it's a hair podcast. Both of you guys loving, loving your looks. Um, Britt, like, are, are these, are these locks? Yes, ma'am. Sister locks. They look fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm going to ask you all the questions. And also, Adriana, this is your natural hair. You've got, it's, this is a, she's cute. Thank you. She's a natural tree of life. I have not done in this morning i wish you guys could have seen me actually trying to get ready for this podcast <laughs> <laughs> why what happened because you know i love i love my crown i love it so much and and actually i've been you know really been intentional about being natural since june of this year it's like girl like let's oh. actually do this and, and and meaning meaning not wearing wigs because i have been natural for years but um, as far as like not wearing wigs and showing me that has started, that was started back in the summer. And um, I stuck to it, like, you know, with these little things here and there, I'm like, okay, you're gonna be on camera. And it's tempting, I was like, oh girl, put on that wig and it'll right. go on with this outfit. But, right. but yeah, that's, I've been like, no. And I've fallen so in love with her, but this morning I promised my crown. I was like, girl, what are you doing? You're not supposed to do this right now. Are you kidding? But, I think it looks fantastic. Thank you. She came yeah. together. She came together. Amen. And I love, <laughs> I love you saying like, that you're more intentional about it because guess what? I still have my bucket of wigs. I'm like experimenting in all these things, but I definitely went through a stage of like, okay, let me on purpose not wear my wigs because I used to wear wigs just because I hated my own hair. Now when I wear wigs or if I, it's because I 
am having fun or I want to try something, but like, we're not mad. We're not mad at a wig, honey. Yes. But like, we love, we love a, an embracing of, cause your natural hair is so beautiful. Thank you. I think I love, I love, I love me. I love my natural hair and just embracing her. Uh, I, I embracing me. It's not a her. It's me embracing yes, yes. embracing my hair. Um, has been one of the most liberating experiences since then. Like doing that and just like having the time to really do it and just not focus on anything else. Not focus on a show and yeah. How am I gonna pin this up? Make sure it's okay and letting it sit in the wig cap for a week. Like that is a thing. It's right. a, it's a real thing. Oh my but gosh. I I'm thankful for the the blessing and the time to focus on all of me, all of me. Wow. Whole woman. And yeah, it's long, but it, I had to push it down. Like it's just so much. because that's that's what we do. You know, our curls are like, now nah, you can't handle it. Let me stick. Right. So, you know what I mean? So, yeah. So <laughs> So long just from last year I mean even from earlier this year but it's that break like you said it's that letting it get the air and you know just come outside to play get some sun so come on and also Britt excuse me um I love your sister locks have you been rocking this look the whole time do you rock this look in the show or are you wigged I rock my hair in the show and have been rocking my sister locks on Broadway, baby, with an uncut in the back with a, with some parts and some, they're not gang signs, y'all, they're just parts. <laughs> but uh, like, cool, like since, since the beginning, and I've had sister locks for, I don't know, probably 20, oh Lord, maybe 23 years now or something like that. I've been natural what? my entire I've been natural my whole life. Never have I ever had a perm. Never have I ever had a pressing comb to my head, child. A ever? hot blow dryer. Ever. 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 Wait, 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 wait. Hold <laughs> up. Hold up. Where did you grow up? What was your, what? I'm, I've never, I'm sorry. I've never met a black person who just said the words that you, you are a pressing hair virgin. Yes, no prep girl. My mama used to have, so you know those, uh, you know those blow dryers, you put the attachments on it. And she used to have the one, you know, with the teeth, that was about it. And that was just if we were, if she was like about to French braid it really quick and I just had a full like hair treatment. So I I grew up, I'm from Chicago, South Side. South Side. <laughs> um, so I am from Chicago, born and raised. Um, I come from a family of entrepreneurs um, and especially the the women in my family. And my mom, I don't know, has been a natural hair care stylist for, geez, yep, mm-hmm, that long. Okay. And okay. she was one of the first Sister Lock consultants in the state. And so Sister Locks is a micro locking technique started by Dr. Joanne Cornwell. She is a professor at uh, SDSU. And so, yeah, man. And she, she, she had this experience. Uh, Dr. Joanne Cornwell had this experience. Came back, brought this technique to the states, and has started this phenomena. Um, I am not the only woman on Broadway that has sister locks. There are actually quite a bundle of us. Um, so, which is which is fabulous. It's just a newer experience, and because we have to wear wigs and all these things because of period pieces, quote quote. Um, 
we have to, you know, have our hair a certain kind of way. But what I loved about specifically this project was working with Lucy from the very beginning. She was like, um, do you know, um, can I ask you a question? Can you talk to me about your hair? And I was like, okay. She was like, do you know what? I would like, um, I just want something really funky and kind of fun. Could you do that? And I was like, uh, oh, just man. like that, just I, like that. Literally. And I was like, I was looking at Adriana like, and she was like, come on, bring it. And I was like, at it. And it was the support from the other girls. Like you can come up with something. Cause I, I was, it was, I was like, wait, I can wear, yeah, okay. So it was coming up with this kind of edgy thing that fit with Cleves and the swagger of who she is. And so, so I wear, I do my own hair for the show. I do not have anyone do it for me. I do my own. And um, it's, it's, uh, it's dope. It's dope. It is wow. dope. It is dope. And she put like little things in there. I put bring the, a lot. Oh, it's colors in there. So they have these like, yeah, friend, they have the, um, like the Marley locks. And so they put them on these like um, attachable pieces so I can pin it in my hair. So the faux hawk that I do um, that like, it's so bold because I have uh, added extensions in it. So it is in fact my crown, you know what I mean? Like wow. it's dope, it's dope. Brit, it that's amazing. Like I have chills you telling me that. And it just is very empowering. Do you prefer to not be wigged in a show? Or what, like, do you like that? I mean, it um, sounds like it works. I think, yeah, I think for a show like this, especially for a show like this, I think it definitely works. Um, I don't see why not. I find it interesting. Um, I just think I, their whole vision is just, it always baffles me. Um, but I've also been in shows, you know, I've done Ain't Misbehaving a handful of times and have worn my hair every time. Um, because I have sister locks, it's a, because it's, because the locks are so small, what happens is you're allowed to have all of this um, creativity and freedom when styling. So I can flat iron my locks. I can curl my locks. I can roll my locks. I can, honey, she will give you a good pin up and swoop in the, in the things, you know? So to make it, give it this elegant look, or I can make it look as edgy as, as one would want it to be. I have put mic packs in my head, covered it with my locks doing, um, uh, all night strut. Um, I think it depends on what show it is and what the period calls for. I do believe that there's a time and a place, don't get me wrong. Um, but I've even done like uh, all shook up and they were like, we want you to have curls and we want you to look like a na na. And I'm like, okay, little half up, half down, put some rolls <laughs> in a bow. And they're like, oh yeah. So <laughs> it just kind of depends on, on what the show is. Um, do I think wh whether I think it would be appropriate or not, or if you're talking a lot of quick changes or something like that. Right. But yeah yeah oh yes i'm loving all of that and i'm gonna ask you some other things coming up soon i want to know from adriana um i one of my best friends who knew i was gonna have you guys on she was like oh I, i'm pretty sure they wear their own hair in the show i'm like i'm not sure i'm gonna ask so do are you wigged in the show i am wigged in the show and let me tell you we <laughs> i call my wigs mona that's the that's the free spirited name of every single one of my wigs because she's a free spirit. She goes from straight to curly to wavy to how many do you have? To, I I used to own oh goodness I can't even count. Um, I've had over twenty wigs, 
before, uh, like owning me personally in your life and, yes. um, okay. in my life. Yes. But, um, gosh, every show that I've done pretty much, I've always worn a wig. And, uh, for this particular show, it was a journey because it's a natural curly wig that I actually have in my headshot. And I'm obsessed with nice. that wig. Yeah. I love that wig so much. And, um, they were like, yeah, we love it too. And it looks natural it looks like you and actually my hair curly even though it's not that long it's like oh that's kind of like the texture how my hair kind of is right, right. so I love it it's like it's a mix of both worlds um and also I know for me the journey of of trying to figure out what to do with my hair wigging it every night like how to actually find a, a natural way which I'm discovering this year like going through so many different things with different techniques of how to keep a curl but also be able to work out and still do a show every night because the show is also my workout like it's a whole process right. of learning yeah that's a real thing and it really it just turns from from just full-on luscious locks to full-on ashy like, full <laughs> like there is something wrong right so uh, yeah we're gonna cut for a short ad break Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Full on ashy or full on like I am not here because of the water. So, <laughs> and I know with the show, like I, I mean, it's just so much sweat and and all this stuff. It's just simple for me to put it in braids. But funnily enough, I've been doing so much research on natural hair. Ever again, starting back in June, and my hair. I've learned how I don't need to put so much stuff in it, and I don't have to do so many things. And you know, like a lot of women, like. It's like, okay, put the oil, put then put the coconut oil and then put the, the sheen and then put the, the shea butter and then the shine and the gel. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. I've learned so, so much um, about how your hair naturally, how it just needs water. Um, it just needs right. water and the constant saturation of hydration so that it can naturally produce that hydration. And so I look back over my career and I'm like, you know, as much as like, this has been so liberating with being natural and not wearing wigs or whatever for, for to strip away a lot of constructs that I've had about my beauty. I, I'm also very well aware now too, that the wigs and sweating underneath the wigs and, and just leaving my hair alone has benefits to it as well. Like okay. every time that I would, you know, when I have that that my wash a week or every two weeks even, my hair would grow because I wasn't manipulating it so much. And also like 
from the moisture of the sweat and all that stuff, it's like, okay, well, maybe that was actually still good for me, but it still needs to breathe and it still needs to be seen. So with taking this time off of like making it completely seen and there's no, nothing is hidden. I, I, I'm, I'm excited to kind of merge the two and like right. find the balance whenever right. we get back. Um, yeah. But yeah. Mona went through so many phases at six, my wig, she, <laughs> because uh, it wasn't a natural hair wig. And I mean, Brittany can tell you, I went from, she looked beautiful. And I was like, you guys, listen, this is a synthetic wig. Y'all are going to have to get at least 10 of these if you want me to do this show. Right. If you want me to do this show and for me to not look like it got caught in the fan, That's I need not, y'all I'm to done with you. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Children. Mona looked like she got caught in somebody fan and they were like, here you go. Like <laughs> certain oh, moments, baby. but bless them because you know, like, because, and, and it wasn't their fault. And I told them, I was like, guys, I get this wig just for my everyday shift. You know, when I got to do an interview real quick, bop, and I'm ready to go. But she is not like dance, you know, show material. I need an actual human hair wig. And then, and finally, <laughs> After going through the process of the wig, some, uh, some days I look like Shirley Temple, the queen, and some days oh. I would look oh, like my, my hair days, right, the curls would be so great, but I was like, girl, you did this wig, but it's so crazy, the manipulation that Mona went through, <laughs> I have like five of them, and blessed, because my actual wig that they wanted to get, they wanted to get the actual wig that I had, oh. they, stopped, they stopped creating them. Um, the company didn't make I that love wig. That, they, that the team is like, we really like you guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Let's yeah. let's let let's bring that to our stage. And from Chicago, because you guys were both a part of the Chicago company, right? Going yep. from Chicago to Broadway, did you guys have any changes in the hair department, or was it consistent? Was it the same? Yeah, because. Uh, Dre, you were saying about Mona, she went from being synthetic to... Okay. Yeah. She went to human, but human didn't actually, human hair didn't actually come in until Broadway. So I had a mixture of however many more wigs they could find of them recreate. Because again, they had stopped creating this particular style, this particular wig. That is the saddest moment when you have something <laughs> that you love and it don't, you can't find it, it anywhere. It don't make it no more. You like, listen. Honestly, that's one of the reasons why I kind of started going natural or in because I had my favorite wig. I call it my Miss California wig. When I had to do a pageant or do any kind of appearance, I put that thing on. It was like straight with the perfect wave. I went back to Los Angeles to find it gone. I I couldn't find it anywhere. And it's just like, well, that was my signature look. Right. (laughs) Now what do I do? Because my old one is... she got like five hairs left in it after you get it redone over and over again. Like that's real. Isn't that funny how like something that we're not born with becomes our signature look? Mm-hmm. Speak, man. Speak, isn't that, isn't that funny that we become mm-hmm. more accustomed wow. to something that's an addition as opposed to what we already got. You better, that's a word. Are you going to write a book? Let me write it. I ain't going to start on today. Hair and self. Amen. That's, no, that's a, that's a real thing. And I, I, I mean, I can definitely, you know, let's just agree. I'm just in total agreement with you with that, because that was my journey. I was like, I, I was so accustomed to 
to like, I have to have this in order to be seen as something or to be more or to, to like know that I am enough or, and you know, I would get comments all the time. Oh my gosh, she's so beautiful. Did you see her hair? And it wasn't mine. Mine, It wasn't even mine. Right. Yeah. But I never gave myself a chance to be seen with my hair to get to hear that too. But I mean, even just for myself. So Hmm. Yeah, Brit, I'm right there with you. Girl, with I That's still have goosebumps. Isn't it crazy how something that isn't even ours can become our signature? Look, it doesn't even grow out of my head that way. And it, I was like depending on that straight hair wig to get me through those important events. It's crazy. Even with locks, even with locks too, this has become my signature look. And mind you, my hair don't grow out of my head with my sister locks you know I have to go I have to get it maintained and so and even if I'm talking about cutting my hair or it's just hair right and it's this thing where it's like well but but this is my I don't even remember what I look like doing a twist takedown it's been so long you know or you know I grew up with Mike baby she was the micro queen don't listen and so having you know and and it was just so it yeah and I will say there's something there's a there's a buzz you know and something just freeing even for me seeing all of these black women both in Hollywood Broadway I mean you know Shay Shay down the street (laughs) with box braids and with Mm -hmm. goddess braids and all weaves down your back like that that I got it and I'm doing it because I want to because I can and not so much because my identity is associated with it and that's what's that's what's beautiful so even this pot even this podcast like so like this girl I'm like yeah talk about it I know I was so excited because I was like oh Brittany's about to get She's going to lay it out for everybody. That's what I, I, I was just, I'm so, I'm so gushing over you. Cause you have, yeah, she's just has beautiful insight to have your mom be right. you know, a, a hairstylist herself. Like that's what a beautiful way to grow up and to, yeah. you know, yeah. And I appreciate my mom too, for always, <laughs> she used to tell me, yeah, Adriana, that was the first thing you did. Wait, mommy, you going to do my hair. Are you going to do my hair? Like that was me (laughs) growing up and just to see my mom just take such good care of herself and you know just yeah go mommies right okay speaking of so Brittany you mentioned growing up your hair has always been like natural or textured styles but you know and I am just like I'm I grew up with a lot of white people around me Yeah. yeah first of all did you? Did you not? What was it like? I, I I just feel like even I'm and you grew up in Chicago. I grew up in California. What did you see people with straight hair on TV? How was that like you standing in your truth from such a young age? Like, how did you stand in your truth from such a young age? And like <laughs> I'm just baffled. <laughs> it's so funny. It's uh I girl, listen, go mommies. Um I had an incredible tribe of women around me that like, but uh, okay, so my mom being a natural hair care stylist, baby, you went to school, you came and you sat in that salon. It was just like that, that's where the homework was done and that's where we were. And then you done, you go sit over there in the carpet on the corner, be quiet, don't move, eat your snack, do you, and sit down until mommy get finished. And so I grew up with women seeing 
people who had damaged hair from product, from, from relaxers and perm, seeing the result of, right? Edges being snatched back from, even, even if you did get braids, but they were too tight or like, why, why do you have a braid on your eyebrow? That should not <laughs> be. That should, that should, I get it, get all the hairs, but that, baby, that should not be. So it, I, I, maybe I, it, there could be, you know, a plethora of things, but I, I think maybe growing up in that, seeing what that was, my mom, you know, letting me know, like, it's okay. You're going to be called all, I mean, girl, cause it came, right? The bullying came, we'll be this, my pet that, or, you know, oh, your hair like cotton. And so my grandma, my grandma used to say, well, that's because it's in our blood. That's why. See, when our ancestors picked cotton, it would get in our fingers. So it's in your blood. So your hair would look like cotton, wouldn't it? And it feels like it too, don't it? Yeah. So it was actually something I became proud of as opposed to something that I, you know, even, and it goes with so many other things, being petite, being dark, you know, even having uh, dealt with acne, even dealing with adult acne now and all of these things, um, you know, having eyebrows like Burton Ernie, those things. Shut up. <laughs> I need you to get off this Go. <laughs> no, I was like, get them off. Uh, <laughs> get them off. They look like the marker. They look like the big old marker. I done with everything. I tell you one thing my mama was not letting me stand in my truth with. She said, baby, soon as you get to eighth grade, going. I was like, what do you mean? I don't know what that means, baby. She sat on the toilet seat. She had a razor in her hand. Oh, my God. I was like, I was surprised forever. <laughs> just that's the light. When you have this light in your eyes, no, baby, that's this arched brow. Um, so it, it, I think it was just coming from my mom's a single parent who raised, you know, five children by herself, three of which she adopted, um, that are my cousins. And she, now my, my sister's baby hair down her honey was in the shop getting the uh, Brazilian press out. Yes. Yeah, that one getting that one, the Egyptian, whatever, honey, hair down to her chest, like past her shoulders, serving you. And never did I ever feel like we weren't the same. Like we, we just had a different hair texture and she could whatever. And it just wasn't wasn't for me. That wasn't Brittany. And I didn't like doing my hair. I hated it. I hated it, y'all. I wasn't like, mommy, I wasn't, I wasn't you, Dree. My hair. I was like, oh, no. So she said, okay. My mom went and got sister locks. And I said, mommy, I'm going to wash your hair for a year. And if I like it, and all I noticed was that she didn't have to do anything to it. She just got up and was like, ah, and was, nice. and was, and was able to go and do her thing. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to do that. And I was so active. I was in cheerleading. I was, da -da -da. I was in right. track. I was, this active child. And so it worked for my, my lifestyle. It works. It worked. It wow. Worked. It worked. Honestly though, please, yeah. please. It's real good. Y'all making me tired. Y'all this quarantine. Shut up. Well, we get some sources of income. Okay. Honey, oh, yeah. you're over here preaching though. And what about you, Adriana? Like what about your natural hair journey? Um, did you grow up always natural? Did you straighten it? How, how did you get to where this beautiful hair on your head is today? 
Amen. It is beautiful. I know. I just keep applauding it. I like to celebrate it. Yeah, yes. So, let's celebrate all of that. Yeah. So my journey was was interesting because again, I was that kid. My mom had the barrettes, and she never really touched my hair until my um, godmother put a hot comb in my hair. Now, my dad, I love. I love my father, and um, you know, he would always say to me, he was so upset when that happened. He was like, why did y'all put a hot comb to her hair? All she needs is water and Vaseline. Like that was his, <laughs> that was his go-to. Water and Vaseline. Bless his heart. Bless, God bless his soul. He, uh, <laughs> he was like, all you need to do is put water on her hair. But it's so funny because now I look back on that now because that's exactly what I do. It, it's not Vaseline. Amen. We, we, <laughs> right, 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 right. It's, it's maybe some shea butter, but... <laughs> But nevertheless, it is still just a water and one product, um, unless I'm trying to do a specific style that needs to last for, for a long time. So that was my journey. As soon as I, it started there, um, she put it there. She, my godmother did the press when I was really young, around eight years old. And um, after that, the presses just became a part of the Sunday ritual, right of before course. church, you know, like a lot of women yeah. and um, a lot of women growing up. And then the perms were introduced. Um, and I remember the first time I got a perm, my hair was just, uh, I actually was in the band and the marching band at that time too. And, you know, looking back on that, <laughs> I remember I came to, I came to school ready to go to marching break and my hair is just flowing. First time getting a perm and people were tripping, um, went to a predominantly white school. So, um, you know, that whole stigma of, just that construct of like, yeah, like this is, this is right. This is the way this looks beautiful. So I thought I was beautiful because that was acknowledged. Um, right. In it, that arena. That it, reinforcement with. Yeah, <sighs> definitely. Definitely. Cause you just don't, you know, we're, we're just not necessarily taught how to manage the difficulty of what it, of, of what's there sometimes. Yeah. Cause it's not easy. Like the honesty that Brittany was saying about dealing with it, it's like, no, it's not, it's the tree of life. It's a real, it's a real situation that you have to deal with. And I feel like, you know, the beauty of my mom doing my hair every day and, and, and taking the time to comb it out. And so thank God I wasn't tenderheaded. Like that was a blessing, but you know, it, it showed me like it planted the seed of like, no, this takes dedication and work just like the soul, just like who you are as a woman and growing up in that. And like, instead of partnering with that, you know, we I easily took the easy route, just kind of like you do as a human being, you know, it's easy to yeah. want to shortcut and jump to mm -hmm. like the, the thing that you feel like is going to help you get to whatever destination you want to be at. But right. yeah. just like the journey with my hair was like that. I got perms and all of a sudden it started to break off because I wasn't taking care of it. I didn't value the, the, the beauty of taking care of every part of you, especially right. my hair. So it started to break off. And then there was a moment, I can't even remember far back. It was probably right when I went to college that I, and I told myself I would never do this too. I was also that, I was also a natural hair girl at heart when I was younger. Cause I said, I would never, I'm never going to wear wigs. I, I had a, a, a something about it until I did. And I was like, oh, I love this. So, and now I'm never going was, back. <laughs> and now I'm never going back. Yeah, it was an interesting <laughs> journey. But, but as a kid, I was like, oh no, that's not me. Like that purity of like, I, but I don't want to put on a wig. Like, why do I, why do I have to wear a wig? Like that was me as a child. Then I discovered like, oh yeah, you gotta, you're going to classes and you got dance classes and all this stuff. So 
perm stopped, I went natural and I started to do the braids and like get extensions. Um, and that, that really helped because I, I just felt like I just, again, didn't have the time or wasn't built up um, or trained to like really devote the time, get up the extra hours early in the morning to yeah. do my hair. I just wasn't, yeah. wasn't in that space. And it wasn't until, you know, like almost like maybe, maybe, because even in, in when I lived out of the United States, because I lived overseas for a little bit, and that was a whole experience too, because their idea of beauty it's is different. another thing as well right. too. You have to kind of like Completely approach different. that construct and like, you know, you're in a foreign country and you want to be seen as beautiful. So wigs were definitely the thing there. Like when I would come back home from Germany for a little bit for two weeks, I'd stack up on wigs and take it back, you know, and go to work. So real. yeah, that, that was a real thing while, and, and I'll never, I always have those moments when my natural hair comes out and I'm like, I just want to wear it. People are like, where why were you hiding like where right where every single every time I do that they see me in wigs constantly and then all of a sudden it's me and they're like girl who hey Adriana like you're beautiful so wow I had several moments like that in Germany then I came back and Broadway I mean I think doing the color purple that was really cool to kind of see to see like our wigs were styled based off of natural hair looks and not styled wow. off of, um, yeah. yeah, like no period piece to make it. It's like, no, they took the designs from natural hair women that they saw. That's like, amazing. and that was beautiful. I was like, oh yeah, I'll wear that wig. Cause that's actually what my hair looks like. And that's actually what it, yeah. What we do and the work we put in. So color purple to now six, that has been my journey. And now I'm here. I feel like yeah. this is a really special time to be alive. Well, well, minus 2020. This is a really <laughs> special time to be, you know, where like you guys, um, where you are in the industry, where we are in the industry, because we're at a turning point, I think, where growing up, I would always look at people in TV and be like, oh, man that's what beautiful is. Well, what does that mean for me? And now we're in a point in our history where natural hair, we are those symbols. Like Brit, you were saying, these are my sister locks. I'm rocking these on Broadway. People can look at you and be like that. She's freaking doing the thing. I love her. I love her locks. I want to look like that. Adriana, same thing. Your, your natural hair wigs in a huge blockbuster hit. It's just it's just part of a whole new wave of inspiring a generation. Yeah. Like yeah. this is. It's yeah. so inspiring. It really is beautiful to see these little girls and, and people devoting the time and, and sowing the seed and seeing these natural hair gurus come out and just be like, hey, I've made my own product. Here you go. Right. To help us. Like it's, it's, it's been really great. We'll be right back right after the break. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
Okay, yeah. so um, I, I'm, I'm not gonna keep you guys all day, but I do wanna ask you a couple more questions. I wanna know, um, what are your wig preps? Um, you, Britt, with your sister locks, when you're in a show, when you have a wig, and also you, Adriana, in any show, six, for example, with um, your wigs, go. Um, so if I'm wearing a wig, I will um, do uh, two French braids. I'll just French braid my locks and then I'll leave the ends of it open so um, I can then kind of grab and wrap, wrap, wrap to wrap it back up to the top of my head. So I look real kind of Greekish, you know what I'm saying? Ooh, or, like a crown almost with like yeah. the thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so are you able to get it flat when you do that? Exactly. Yeah. So it's just about because they're two. They, and I've I've seen your journey with uh, Corn Run. They're <laughs> a, a couple. That's okay, friend. That's okay. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I was like, oh my god, somebody say it, Jesus, say it. Oh, why is she clowning on me? It was my Man. first time. was like, I love you, friend. I'm oh, friend. I'm coming to California. Don't worry about Help it. Help me. Oh Lord. Um, but there are multiple ways, there, there are different ways to cornrow, right? And so um to get that, so you do have what you call a corn row, then you have your French braids, then you have so that will tell you it it um the way you do it will uh kind of determine how flat to the head it will be or how raised the braid will be. Okay. So the way that I do it, it will be flat to the head and it's easier to do it um starting a front and then rounded and down as oh. opposed to straight back which will give you a hump in a wig or too far around which wouldn't leave space if you have really long hair to bring the rest of the hair back up oh that is very helpful yeah so it just kind of depends and then if you're like oh i gotta put a mic in my wig then you have enough space like right in the top back of your head in yeah. order to put the pack so yeah. I wonder if that would also that. work with knot locks. That sounds like. Yeah, I think uh, Anna, Anna Uzele, I think she braids. She will mm -hmm. French braid her hair as well. Because Anna's got some hair on her, baby. Her hair, you talk about gorgeous hair and it's thick. Yeah. Mm. And so, um, yeah, she she does. The braids, okay. French braids as well, yeah. Awesome. What about you, Adriana? That's me too. I just, I, but. Brittany is really fancy with the way she braids her hair and thinks about it. <laughs> I just have those two humps. I'll just do <laughs> two braids and they'll be like, <laughs> the wig be like, um, I'm, I have risen just a little bit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, because I, again, I was like, I, I just don't, I don't manipulate, I don't do, I don't think too much when it comes to that. I'm like, as long as the, the wig cap is tight and lays it down enough, um, but there were there have been several instances where the wigs like no you can't do two big braids you have to do more plaits right. around your head and to yeah. make it really lay down and so that they can have something to grab onto like with the so the bobby pins can have something to anchor themselves on and and yeah. that sometimes is difficult because you know like I I can have like a permanent you know part in my hair because I always wear and that's the thing as well of like why I need to kind of marry what I've been doing now versus like what I used to do in order to like keep the growth of my hair kind of even um, distrib evenly yeah. distributed throughout just to change the the style. But 
but also not touch it too much and not comb it too much. It's a, it's a, it's a balance, but um, yeah, I've, I've had issues with that too, where the top of my hair, like my hair would kind of shred a little bit, like it yeah. would start to get little bald, bald spots and, and then I have to change it up and then it grow back. But yeah. Not wearing the same style so often. Protective styles. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah, it's important. It's important. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Especially you, say that again, Britt. I was just saying that tension, hair tension and pulling is real, especially depending on your curl pattern. And a lot of black people, even though it's especially black women, it's this idea of like having tight, just because your hair draws doesn't mean your hair is kinky. It could still be right. very soft and very fine. So right. all that stress and pulling from bobby pins and wigs and stuff will cause breakage and damage around the edges. Okay. I'm like, thank you. I'm like, say it all, honey, because mm-hmm. I'm over, I, when I get off this, I'm like taking notes. Like, what, what did I learn today? Um, okay. What do you guys do about headshots? If your hair changes, do you, does your headshot change or does it not? Mine is actually about to do that because again, I'm I'm exploring more with the natural hair. Um, my headshots are actually all wigs, every single one that I've had. Um, but I think this next year it's going to be natural, which I'm really excited Ooh, about. I'm that's really excited awesome! About. Yeah, first natural. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. What about you, Brett? Um, mine, mine are pretty much the same. I just had some really fun kind of commercially ones just done and with the color. So that's about the, the most chemical that I've ever had in my hair. Um, I have the color. I just want to, can I just say really quickly? Cause like Adriana girl, a year ago, friend, a year and a half ago when you were like, friend, I just, I have this idea of where I want to be with my hair. Yes. I know how to get there and friend, I just, and so to see you now, like in your fullness and like, I could, I'm just, I'm not going to get emotional on this show. I'm just, it's, it's, it's a, it's an honor to be able to have seen you grow you Adriana and that the, and what I know what the hair journey has meant to you. You'd be like, friend, I just don't know what to do. What do (laughs) I put in it? What don't I put in it? I just, you know, this thing and, and it's just, it's, it's awesome. It's incredible. I applaud you, Fran and sister Fran, because I, I, and I wasn't there the whole time, whatever, but from the journey with six and, and, and how raw you were at, at the beginning of this process that we all were. And so to come a year and a half, here we are almost two years and to be like, what, come on. It's just, it's great. Thank you. Okay. I love you, sis. Thank you. And I didn't get to go on that journey that Britt just, you know, that she got to see, have a front row seat for. So me seeing you with your hair, like I'm like, I'm coming at, looking at you and you look fierce. It doesn't look like, like, you know, like, I don't know where you used to be. I'm yeah. just like, I love the style that you have today. And I think it's great. I'm like, I want to know how she achieved that. What products did you use for oh, this look? Wow. Oh my gosh. No, you guys, this is so much love. I received every ounce of this love. Thank you so much. And I think we need more of this. This is what it is. This is yeah. what it looks like, right? So thank you, Brittany and, and Celicia for initiating that for sure. Um, yeah. And I would gladly tell you, honestly, again, I just washed my hair last night and I... I had it deeply wet and I put the Cantu shea butter on it, braided it in four braids. And that was it. I don't do, 
I don't, I don't deal with it. And I took it out and I was like, all right, what we're going to do, put two clips at the top and here you, here you go. Um, it took that a minute because is- I, yeah, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> no, I think that's the dream. I mean, obviously you said you had a moment this morning, but it sounds Ooh, like I did. <laughs> it looks like it just, you Thank won't, you. it just looks like, and it sounds like this. Yeah, it looked like I woke up like this, but trust yes. me, I did not. Because I was busy like, okay, do I put it all up? No. Do I put it in the two ponytails? No. And then I'm like looking at the camera like, okay, does that look good? Is that, because you know, <laughs> on camera things look different than in real life. Right. And then I'm like, okay, do I keep the whole afro out? No. It's like, well, just tame it a little bit more. And then, praise God, 10 minutes before this podcast, it was- Shut up! Not 10 minutes before! Ten, friends, I'm so serious. I'm not lying to you. This is um, uh, honest, open, and transparent. Okay, 10 yes, minutes before <laughs> this podcast, she came together. And that's what it is. And I was so yeah. honored to go on that journey with her, I was I, uh, with my hair. I was like, yeah, just, um, all right, we're going to figure this out. we're gonna figure this out and you figured it out which by the way this is completely completely off the radar do you speak fluent german i used to i haven't been there in five years but yeah it's there it it actually it's funny because when i go to visit my friends look at britney germany uh, it's there no that's the thing it like it comes it comes back um but yeah i speak it it's 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 still in there. Yeah. Not That's really cool. But- That's like, what a random fact. What a badass random fact. Like, random fact. I'm like, what is my life? But that has just been the blessings of God, been the blessings of just, you know, your journey. And as a Black woman, to be able to yeah, be like, wow, that's there. That's a whole other topic. You know, I'm sure we'll yeah. have more discussions, right. but that's a, that's a whole other topic. And how natural hair journey is a part of that too it's yeah i'm, I'm very grateful to have a um, branch outside of america and seeing who i am in a completely immersed in a different wow. culture a different language and being me uh yeah that's it was beautiful um you guys before we close i want to know what do you know now about your own hair that you wish you knew growing up is there is there anything good question Britt's like I grew out of the womb I know what to do I can maybe I'll, I'll probably start while she's thinking I I I think just another level of how beautiful it is and actually understanding the yeah. definition of my curl pattern and like right. actually attention to detail with my hair. It has been so lovely to to look at it when I style it with like maybe like a gel product and I'm like, okay, I want this to last longer and and to see how the curls are like me. Like they're literally the essence of my soul. And I... I don't know. I, I lately I've been doing that because I, I, I mentioned earlier in the podcast, like I'm doing little gigs out here and there was a, a gig I did before this where my beautiful other castmate that was with me, her hair is just gorgeous and she's natural, but it's like long down her back and just beautiful. And then I came and it was me and it was, so, it was one of the tempting moments again, be like, you should probably put on a wig so you guys can compliment. But I have never, when I stopped, 
And I was like, no, that's a, okay, that's a thought. That's a suggestion, but I don't think I want to, I'm not going to follow that suggestion. And I looked at myself and seeing the way my hair was cut and like the way that I did the gel, I was like, no, this is important to be seen too. Um, there are all different types of looks of natural. And what that's, I think that's, what I've discovered with mine is just like how my hair is actually a representation of my personality and my soul because it's so versatile it's malleable it's it's able to like it's able to do so many things you know and and yes and in every state that it's in whether I decide to put something on it or not it's beautiful I didn't know that growing up like I didn't I didn't have the full definition of that growing up until now love 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 that that's good that's good to me. Um, I uh, I think to piggyback off of that, when that realization comes, that spark that Adriana ha- has now, but the understanding and the that that she's always had right about her black hair. Um, uh, I think once you get to that point, it's just as important to protect your hair and protection comes in a lot of different ways and I don't necessarily just mean protective styles and conditioning and taking care of your actual hair but protecting it in a way because it is an extension of who you are and that's so much of the so much ignorance from other races and cultures in addition to um, even our own as as black women come from not knowing how precious and important our hair is. And the fact that everybody wants black hair, Mm. you know what I mean? Everybody, because our hair is strong. It's very, very strong. And so to that matter, you don't let people just come up and touch your hair. That's what that's about. It's it's so much less about, oh, don't touch my hair because I don't, mm -mm." you cannot touch my hair for, let me get, the map down and show you why you cannot touch my hair from past to present that protection comes from not letting people say what they want about your hair not letting people who you don't if you don't feel a hundred percent sure especially as actors if you don't feel safe in the wig room with whoever your wig person is that is being paid to be responsible for your hair you, uh-uh, pineapple, avocado, I don't feel safe. I don't feel safe. <laughs> to protect your hair because what happens is when we don't, we start to feel a way about ourselves, right? right? Oh, I didn't, oh, that was powerful, Dre, that about, you know, because she was also natural, right? Because it comes and it looks in different ways and her natural is down mm-hmm. to her waistline, to the to the tutor, and, but yours is, is not. But you protected what was yours, what you fought for, which is yourself, that your hair is an extension of who you are. And because of that, you have to protect your hair. You cannot, uh, well, okay. So often we just don't want to be a problem. We 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 don't want to be a problem, especially black women. We don't want to be a problem because if we stand up for ourselves, we're, oh, well, she took a tone or she, whatever. There's nothing wrong with being sure because it's your hair. You know your hair. How's somebody gonna make you feel some kind of way because of the certainty you have about your hair that you've been with your whole life? Question mark. So it's the matter of 
you know, if you're in a salon, if I don't care where you are, if you're in a relationship and you can't take that wig off, we got a problem. And your man is used to seeing your hair down your back and you feel like, no, no, because he, we got a problem. Yeah. Now you're not protecting what's your, you're not protecting you because you can't even be you. And that spirals a whole nother situation. Then you've got a generational issue going on. How are you going to teach your black baby to be herself when you cannot be yourself? Because children are just a product of what they see. And then what, you know, what they hear, what they see. So we be, oh, so much is taught. Children learn by observing first. So, so while I think while we're on this Black Lives Matter kick, which I hope sticks, while we're on this, you know, realization of how magical we actually are as, as people and as Black women. And I think while we're on our way back to Broadway, that it's a conversation that you can have without being indignant because people just don't get it, right? You can be you can be aware and protect yourself without, I just feel like, you know what I'm saying? I don't feel, nah. You can say, okay, um, so with my hair, A, B, C, D, and E. So is there a way that we can or you know what? I'm gonna have my hair set in my protective style before we have to put the wig on. So you don't have to worry about what, there's so many different ways to come about that protection because your identity is associated to it. You don't wanna leave out the wig room feeling like, I'm so sick of people not understanding. Right. It's okay if they don't understand, as okay. long as you understand. So what okay. are your steps to protecting yourself? You have to take those steps. And if it's a conversation that ye, we of all black women on the Broadway need to have, which, oh, wait, that's what this podcast is. Ah. Ah. Or to be able to bring these things up and be able to have these conversations. I love listening to them. I have a good time. And I think I, I yeah, I think I'm piggybacking up with what Drew said about appreciation, appreciation and, and, who you are and loving who you are through your hair and realizing the importance of it. That protection is also very, very, very important. Oh, amen. amen. And we will now pass the offering plate. And we- now, <laughs> we're going to have a selection seat from guys. You both have filled my spirit so much. Yeah. I'm like, I can't wait to sit down and listen to this as a spectator and t- like, t- you know what I'm saying? Like both of you guys spoke so much truth and shared your experiences and your, in your spirit and your soul. And I'm so grateful for you too. Beautiful. Like truly, like I can't even say the word beautiful without smiling, thinking about you guys. You're, you're truly, oh, truly wonderful on stage and off because I did see you in previews and ah, I'm just like star, star, star. Mm. My friend, Abby, who is not here on the Black Hair in the Big Leagues podcast, she made me cry. I'm like, you go, you go, Miss Mueller. Yeah. All of you guys were so amazing. And of course the entire Broadway community was sad on March 12th. I was in rehearsals for the Britney Spears musical, but all of us, I think it's unanimous that we were all lamenting the most for you guys because that was your opening night when Broadway shut down. So, you know what? Keep the faith because when we come back, (laughs) when we come back, 
Not ready. Y'all not ready. (laughs) We coming. 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 And we are all excited for that. And like everyone will be excited for their shows to come back, but everyone will be celebrating Six the Musical. So thank you you guys. Thank you so much for joining me today. You're so wonderful. Thank you, Salisha. Thank you so much. So wonderful. You guys, Brittany Mack, Adriana Hicks, they are not just the bomb, but they are anointed. They were so, they blessed my soul. I hope they blessed yours as well. I'm sure it's not hard to imagine that when we stopped recording, more truth was spoken, more, oh my goodness, like how they poured into my soul. When when the episode started, I wish I could share that with you guys as well. Um, please show them some love. I have so much love for them in my heart. Um, Ms. Adriana Hicks on, on Instagram. Britt Mac 8, the number 8, um, on Instagram. Show them some love, you guys. When Broadway comes back, Six the Musical will finally, officially open on the Broadway. And oh, it... Broadway's going to combust. It is such a great show. I cannot wait um, to see it again. And I hope you get to see it too. Shout out to the Broadway Podcast Network. Shout out to Wilton Music for producing my theme song, Love COD. You guys, we made it to 2021. I'm over the moon and I'm just, oh. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I've got some exciting things coming up. I'm going to be doing um, a hair giveaway. uh, Not a hair giveaway. A hair products giveaway for Zoto's Professional. Um, No silicones, no parabens, no sulfates. All the good stuff I've been using on my hair over the the winter holidays. And so I'm going to be giving away some free kits soon. So go to my Instagram to check that out. Um, and yeah, if you haven't already rate this podcast, give it a cute little five stars, leave a cute little review. It's so appreciated. And you guys, my heart is just so big. I'm just, I feel so much love in my heart and I wish I could just hug everybody, even though I'm like (laughs) six feet away. (laughs) Anyway, um, happy new year. You guys, we got this. We got this. Dear God help us to get this um thank you for listening to black hair in the big leagues i'm your host salisha thomas see you next week Hi y'all, this is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.